People like the, um, the techie side of it. They like the uh, they <laughs> they like to see what's going on behind the curtain. You know what I mean? Who likes that? People like that. People like that. That's all. That's all anyone wants. They want to see what's going on outside the show. And this is the show. This is the juice. Uh, it's a podcast about. Uh, I talk. I talk with my friends, uh, musicians, other people that I look up to, artists, about what their favorite movie is. We have done what the juice is for Justin. Uh, this is the first repeat guest, and um, we're, doing, we're doing something. I, I don't think I'm going to kick off with you. I think I'm going to end strong with you. It's going to be Evil Dead 2 episode, Terminator 2 episode, Saw 2 episode, and then the Saw Trap fantasy draft, which have I told you about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're the lead up to the Saw Trap Fantasy Draft, which will be next week. That's uh, an honor, it's, man. It's I I think that it's one of those save the best for last situations. Um, oh, so I like that. It, it it's a it's sequel month. We're talking sequels. We're talking Saw Two. I want to play a game. So, Justin, what's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. I. Uh... Just finished a bunch of work stuff, had my website crash, uh, so spent the morning fixing that, but I'm here, and I'm ready to play a game. Okay, cool. Good. Because uh, liver, di- liver diet is your choice, and I think mm-hmm. you're going to live. I think, I think we have an Amanda situation on our hands. You think I'm going to become a pervert freak that's going to help a serial killer? It's possible. If, right on. If, yeah, it's possible. Um, all right. Uh, before we talk Saw, before we talk Saw, let's talk Shop. Um, you were just on tour with Beartooth for a while. How was that? What are you? What are you? What are you up to? What's going on with you? Uh, yeah, I just got home um a couple weeks ago from Australia and Europe. It was fun. I got E. coli uh somewhere in somewhere in Europe. I think it was Hungary. If I had to guess, I think it was eating KFC coleslaw uh in in budapest and i think it gave me e coli yeah that's my favorite Um, european city right budapest i know you told me that and i was very very excited to go there it was a beautiful city yeah uh we spent we had a day off there before we had a show the show was cool the catering was bad yeah so i'm sorry if you have any hungarian listeners but the local cuisine that was presented to us in catering bad weird stews and cold sausages not yeah, the best it's, it's but kind of eastern european um, yeah yeah oh absolutely it was definitely huge eastern block vibes but yeah we ordered kfc post show and uh i think it killed me but the day off that we had in budapest was beautiful it was awesome walked around got to see the city a bunch went out to a couple bars a couple restaurants it was great did you did, did you do a bathhouse at all? Did you do a European no. Hungarian bathhouse? It's I'm telling you, man, you no, feel like a Cenobite. I try and sell everyone on it. Uh, next time that you're in Hungary, I'm gonna make it happen. 
a couple guys in our a couple guys in our crew uh, made a point to go to a bathhouse for the day off, but I, it was a long like it was a fair amount of or ways away. Yeah, and I chose there's, to not do that. There's I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out a way to get you to one of those. Uh, not You're gonna like get me to hungry in a bathhouse. Not in like a predatory, hostile type way. Um, but uh, did you have any hell? I did not, but I saw, I forgot to send you the photo, but I went into like a bodega yeah, and they had a big case of it. And I took a photo of the case. I thought of you. You got it. Next, but you next said it wasn't that good. I Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're right. It's not, it's not like a standout beverage from a taste perspective, but look at that little can, man. How do you not want to drink like eight or 10 of those when you're in, when you're in Budapest? Because I don't want my heart to explode from All a right. weird Eastern Bloc energy drink. All right, we're moving on. Whatever, it's fine. We'll we'll we'll, right. we'll, we'll circle back to this next time. Um. All right. But again, uh, for what it's worth, when I saw it, I immediately thought of you. I have the. Fo- I'll send you the photo still, and just be like, yeah, "Look, get, I I thought of you." That's uh, I appreciate it. I, I think of you often. Um. All right. Uh. Before we talk, saw. Yeah. I mean, any anything anything going on with the with the bootleg stuff what's going on you got a new website it's kind of dope kind of dope come on man it's really dope it's really thanks man i linked your damn podcast on my website so and i'm one of the first too it's pretty i know i was was pretty happy about that um yeah it's good been busy um took some time off while while i was touring because it's hard to balance the two but i'm back now just rebranded the page a little bit, launched a new website, new drops are coming, Sick. selling t-shirts, having fun, smiling, laughing, being dope, being dope. Is, uh, this is the segue. You've done a Saw 2 drop before, specifically two as well, right? Specifically two. I've never done a Saw 1 drop, but I made a shirt for Saw 2. Uh, damn, that would have been probably two years ago or a little I, maybe a little less than that shirt is dope you sent me one i need to reprint little, it you should you should reprint it you sent me one and it got lost in the mail. i like that design oh damn you never got one no it got lost in the mail remember yeah that's right i i mean why didn't i send you a replacement i'm a think, bad friend no i think there was literally none left it was the last in my size oh uh, oh right because I was trying to send you the Cryptodera green room sign too. That's right. Oh fuck me. Whatever. What are you gonna do? You know, it it happens. You're gonna live, happen. laugh, and love. You ever talk about Cryptodera on here? Once in a while. Once in a while. Once in a while. Crossover. Yeah. You ever uh, do some shameless self plugs? Never like that. Only if I've someone that I've toured with, and we're specifically talking about something about the band or an experience with it. But no. No, I wouldn't do. I would not. Not uh, when the time comes. When the time comes, I'll shamelessly self-plug. You need to start signing off every, <clears throat> signing off every podcast with Cryptodira. The <laughs> what the fuck is it called? The Angel of History available now through Good Fight Music. Yeah, it's like two, three years old at this point. So I'll, maybe I'll save the next one for Perfect. whatever the next one is and whatever we uh, put it out on. It'll be good. Um, nope. Start plugging the old <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> Cryptodira, uh Devil's Despair, available now. All streaming platforms. That one's that that one's six years old. My word. Well, not quite. Ah, we're getting there. Um, 
Oh my god. Uh weird. But anyway, um dude, let's talk Saul. What's going on? Uh, let's talk Saul. What what's going on with you for Saul? What is your relationship with this franchise? When did you step in front of Jigsaw, in front of John Kramer? When did John Kramer say he wanted to play a little game with you? Mm, I think it was two years ago. Really? It, you, it you, was recent. Oh, my word. This is, this is incredible. Uh, so, so as a kid, when Saw's <clears throat> coming out, how old are you in 2004? 2004, I would have been nine. Okay. How old are you right now? 28. Okay, so I'm 30, so I was 11. I didn't get – Saw wasn't my first. Saw 2 was my first. Technically, Saw was my first. I watched it, like, I guess I was 12. That's that's about the age, right? 12, that's when kids get into horror movies, kind of, 11. I feel like sci-fi not is kind of like – I was just nine. a little boy. What were, you, what were you watching? Yeah, I was not getting into that then. I was just a little guy. What were you watching as a little guy? Harry Potter. Harry Potter's – well, I don't, you know, it, yes, Harry Potter is, uh, Harry Potter's cool, whatever, it's fine. I mean, it's it's bad, but cool, you know what I mean. J.K. Rowling's bad. You know what else Harry I was Potter. watching? Harry you know what else I was watching? What? Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Interesting. Um, so no Saw, just, <laughs> no Saw, just to be clear. Just Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, actually, yeah, not Saw. Okay, all right, all right, whatever. So, so two years ago. No, my, my family, my... Yeah, my family was not nobody in my family likes horror movies. So growing up I never watched them. And I yes. had a pretty strong aversion to them for a very, very, very long time. I um, honestly remember even the first I would, time that we I was anti horror movie. Yeah, the first time that we toured together. I wasn't into I horror movies then. Some stuff was coming out and I was like, because oh, I knew you're kinda into movies and I was like, Oh, you seen this? And you're like, nah, I don't really fuck with that. And then I think, you know, through whatever mm-hmm. you saw something. That was like, oh, this shit can actually be kind of cool. And then you've went down a rabbit hole since. No, then. it's my sicko fiance. She did it. Okay, that's right. That's right. When we got together, she told me that I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> I said, I don't want to watch this filthy, filthy stuff. And she said, you don't have a choice, idiot. She wanted and to play I said, well, I don't want to. And she said, then, she said, then go to another room. <laughs> so I okay, would so- watch it. And she made me... She made me watch horror movies, and then I started liking horror movies, which was a very interesting thing to have happen at, like, I don't know, 26, 25. Yeah. Because usually at that point, you've seen a little bit of everything. It was yeah. it was cool to have an entire genre open up yeah. that late in the game. And so that was where I I had the opportunity to just kind of blast through all of these old, like all of these franchises that I had heard people talk about for years that I had never seen. Yeah. Um, and everything was fresh for me because I never paid any attention to, you know, unless it was very notable spoilers, but like I never, if I'd scroll by the ending of Saw, I never paid any attention to it because I was like, I don't sure. like horror movies. So nothing was spoiled for me for the most part. Um yeah, it was cool. It was fun to dive in. And I spent basically two years just watching horror movies, catching up on all of the shit that I had never seen before. And that was where Saul came in. I, my fiance didn't like Saul. She's not big into torture. Sure. Um, can't understand why. I get but, it. But yeah, so I started, I started watching it by myself and I watched the first one. 
And to be honest with you, thought it was good, mm. underwhelmed, um, because I didn't watch it at the time where it was earth shattering. Yeah. So for me, I was expecting, yeah. I was expecting like whole series of traps, kind of a maze type situation, That's some real crazy is, shit. And it was three and and and, six. and Saw One was is great. It's a yeah. very good movie, but. I was expecting one thing based on everything I knew about the Saw series because it had been, you know, 10 of them or nine of them had come out by the time I started watching them. So I had heard kind of the general vibe. So I was expecting the vibe that I thought or that ended up happening in the later iterations. I was expecting that in the first one. And when it wasn't, I think I was slightly underwhelmed. But that's where Saw 2 comes in Uh because it gave me way more of what I was expecting from the Saw franchise. And it was the first movie in the series to do so. Mm-hmm. And I think did arguably the best. I, I think that, yeah, I, I think that's a fair point in terms of it doing what it does the best. Cause the vibe of one is not the vibe of two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And it's no. not the vibe of nine either, but nine is a different vibe from all the other ones. Spiral, whatever it is, which I still yeah. haven't seen. That's the Chris rock spiral. The, the twisted book of saw he uh I, he opened up the book i you opened up the book i can't no you haven't you haven't seen spiral i have seen spiral i watched it one oh. time thought it was dog shit and pushed it out of my brain so you've opened you have opened up the book you've just forgotten about it but either way i have um, i forgot about the book but it's it's been opened it's it's sitting somewhere on your shelf um but to, never to be seen again to, like you said, it does the best at what a Saw movie is supposed to be. There's, it, It's so funny. The I just watched one through seven. One is, like you said, just completely different. One is James Wan. Uh, it's arguably the best made one. It's the best movie in a, like, you know, in a vacuum. It's like Saw 1's a real movie. It's a thriller. It's not a horror movie really it is and it isn't you know what i mean um like you Mm -hmm. said it's not a vehicle for traps it is an actual idea that like is it's it's interesting and the twist's fun um the twist in two did you know about that did you see that coming no you don't know the whole like amanda thing yeah you knew nothing about two no okay all right Right. No, I love. That's why I was geeking so hard. Okay. All right. Let's. The twist let's... blew me away. I was like, no fucking way. I thought it was so, awesome, dude. I didn't me... see the whole. I didn't see the. I yeah. I didn't see the end coming. Go on. No. So let me before I get into two, my experience with two, because I have a very special relationship with Saw. I want to talk James Wan really quick because you sold me on the Conjuring movies, right? You're the one who said oh, you yeah. should watch these Conjuring movies. Was that was that one? Yeah, of the, yeah. That was was that an outlier, or is that something just like when you started getting into these movies a few years ago? Is that just one of the first ones you saw, and you're like, "This is actually very good." Oh, it was one of the first ones I saw that really fucking scared me. So I, I, th- whenever I first started like diving into them, I let me run that back. Actually, mm-hmm. whenever I was a child, there was a couple times where I saw horror movies at like friends' houses and shit like that. They fucking rocked my world. They terrified me. I saw The Strangers as a child. That's a tough. part of it. 
mainly, mainly the end. Um, it fucked me up so bad. So I thought whenever I started watching that whenever Jen was like conning me into watching all of these, that I would have the same kind of visceral reaction. And I found that a lot of the ones that we started watching, I was like, oh, that wasn't nearly as scary as I thought it would be. And so then pretty quickly, it started being like, well, now I'm looking for the scares, which is kind of the whole game with somebody watching horror movies. And um, The Conjuring 1 was one of the first ones that like scared the shit out of me. I think that's fair. I think I think the, the and that was one where I was like, yeah, what is this? The because the, that's the whole thing about James Wan. I mean, the I know him from Saw. I know him from is it Fast Seven? He did, yeah, he did Fast Seven. But I knew like, oh, he spawned <laughs> the oh Fast Seven rocks, man. That's the double jump between two buildings, jump between two buildings with the car, and you're like, that was sick. And then he does it again. Um, that Fast Seven rocks. Do you not like the Fast movies? I don't really give a shit about them now. I watched the first couple whenever I was younger. Is... I really liked Too Fast, Too Furious whenever I was in like middle school. A guy did but... that, like a, a real guy definitely did that. I forget who. That that's. And that's I, I'm saying this. Movie. I'm saying this from a place of somebody who really likes like Marvel movies and shit. So I'm not. I have no ground to stand on. But I think, yeah, I think the Fast franchise kind of fucking sucks. I gotta get I gotta get you into five because five even the people who are who are viscerally not into uh, they have a visceral reaction to Fast and Furious go Fast Five holy smokes that's got juice man it is it it really does Fast Five's unreal I think I stopped watching after Tokyo Drift it makes sense it makes sense because it's more of the same more of the same four is like I don't even think Vin's in four I know he's not is Tokyo three. Drift not considered what is that three. Well, this is this is actually a pretty appropriate conversation to be having on a Saw podcast because three is Tokyo Drift, but it takes place between six and seven. So okay, right it's on. It's a thing. It's a thing where like Saw, like Saw Ten, is going to take place between one and two, and it's you know Saw Three takes takes place at the same time as four. Uh, seven, eight is before one. Um, it's like you know what I mean. Like it, it, that's all the fast movies too, where it's like, oh yeah, yeah it's they're this, also a this. fucking mess. They are, they are a mess, and it's because they've like written themselves in the corners by killing people, which is exactly what Saw did when they killed uh John Crane. They love, Ray. yeah, they love trying to fucking uh, come back from that. It's you know I I gotta give them credit because they really did. They they didn't bring him back in any kind of like oh it's it turns out he wasn't dead it they you know start of four is John Kramer's autopsy it's like he is dead that's it for him mm-hmm. and and you know then we get into the passing of the torch who's been working for him the whole time that kind of shit have you seen seven have you seen the seventh one I've seen them all brother all right right that's right that's right okay again my memory is a little I watched all of them basically back to back over the course of like two or three days. That's the way you gotta do it. Wild couple of days. Yeah, and yeah, sitting by myself, just <laughs> blasting through all the Saw movies, just being like, nah, so, crazy. Um, but so, yeah, so, so my yeah, memory just, is a little bit hazy on some of them. Saw two, I think, is the only one that I've rewatched multiple times. 
I yes, uh, I've rewatched a couple of them a few, but two is the one that I've, I think I've seen two even more than one. Um, I really quick to wrap up Juan. Yeah, you sold me on the Conjuring stuff because I had only known of oh, it's he's the guy who created the Conjuring universe, the Annabelles, the Insidiouses, and I was like, yeah, isn't that cheap jump scare type uh, PG thirteen horror? And I, I watched the Conjuring. It, I think it even still is PG thirteen, and it's legitimately a great little ghost story that's fucking like taste mm-hmm. very tasteful in terms of the effect stuff the story itself there's no spooky nuns who come out of the closet it's uh it, it's legitimately like pretty haunting and it i i like the uh uh what is the couple the the uh the ghost couple that the the where uh the where the warrens yeah and and oh yeah, I like that because I know about them. I was like, "Oh, this is stuff that I know." That's kind of interesting. Um, so Juan doesn't, you know, he does one, and he's like, "I'm done." He executive produces all of them. He's executive producer on two, three, four, five, six, seven, Jigsaw. I probably and you know, it's a money thing. He owns the rights to it, whatever. Um, but he's pretty much like, "That's it. I'm done. I'm doing my conjurings." He. D- gotta give him credit he he jumps to different things and has different like he does the fast movie he does that aquaman movie which i've never seen because i don't watch those types of movies but you know he can do the smaller horror stuff malignant he just recently you see malignant no malignant's kind of fun you should do that this this october i think i was on tour when it came out and then i got home and everybody was very divided on it and so many people told me that it was mid so i didn't watch it you should try it Try it. Don't even. I think if anything, like trying it right after everyone tells you that is like probably the wrong way to do it. If, if, unless you're one of the first ones in, giving it a, a couple of years and then being like, no one's really talking about this thing anymore. Let me see. It'll be a little less, little less people in your ear talking about it. Uh, let you kind of just yeah. uh, breathe a little bit. But uh, yeah. So Juan's done, and saw. Two is out when I am 12. I'm in sixth grade. My friend's dad <laughs> takes us to the movie theater. There's like 12 of us. I'll never forget. His name is Avery Floyd. Uh, there's no way that he will ever listen to any episode of this podcast. His dad takes us to see Saw 2 on October 30th, maybe. It wasn't quite Halloween. Uh, and my mind is fucking blown. I saw one in scott's basement as a kid like uh we just put it on one one year um the year before it must have been at some point we're like well this is pretty this is pretty twisted um but you know as a kid the twist hits and you're like whoa um and then but two everything's a little more extreme when you're like 12 right you want you want things to be just a little bit more extreme and and you amp up your excitement about certain things a little bit so you know, t- 12 years old was like a very, it, it was a very important time in my life. It was like, when I'm growing up, my dad likes sci-fi. He likes rock music. Plenty, you know, he likes everything in terms of, in terms of all music and movies. There's stuff much like me. He, he can appreciate just about anything. But it was always me kind of echoing my dad uh alien predator as like eight nine years old i'm like this these movies are sick they're my dad's movies but they're also my movies but they're like they're our movies 
they're really his same with music you know when i am he likes tons you know sabbath all this rock stuff that i'm that i'm getting into michael shanker the guitar stuff whatever um prog rock too even uh pink floyd um but i'm 12 it's the sixth grade i see i believe it is the duality music video slipknot and i go whoa 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 this is like that rock music but it's like if it was like a little twisted and i show him that more extreme it's a little more extreme and i show him this and he goes yeah that's not that's not me that's that looks like that's your thing and i'm like okay this is my first thing everything before that was his thing that's now mine it's our thing this is my first real thing i go see the saw 2 movie i go dad dad you have got to see this thing it is you will never guess what's going to happen it is twisted and he's like yeah he's not the biggest horror guy never was he likes um jason x because it's got the sci-fi edge he always has to have that kind of space sci-fi type thing i know there's outliers to a certain extent but like you know doesn't like halloween loves the thing thing's probably his favorite movie um, I see that when I'm 10, whatever, 9, 10. It's like, it, it, he's so excited to show me these things. But yeah, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like this stuff that we like, but it's just a little more twisted. Uh, he never saw two, but he took me and Matt to see three. I'll never forget. Me, Matt, my dad, we go to Movie Land in Corum, which is now closed. Corum, New York. Um, we walk into the theater. I'm like, dad, I'm so excited for you to meet John Kramer and see what uh kind of twists and traps are ahead of you he's like yeah 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 whatever we get our popcorn we sit down um at the end of that movie me and matt are a little because it's these song movies get really fucking confusing right especially for now we're 13 um and it was like there's a lot to take in in three a lot of happens spoilers for saw three John Kramer dies. Amanda dies. Uh, the the different timelines kind of that we're, we're working with. Flashbacks all the time. Callbacks to the first, the second, whatever. But my dad, never forget, we're walking out. And he was kind of silent leaving the theater. Me and Matt were kind of talking about it. And there was a break in the conversation. He goes, why do you guys like that? I, 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 didn't, really have, <laughs> I didn't really have a good answer. Um, but but the, that's kind of like, I'm 12. This is my own thing um saw two so you are what is this two years ago that you that you see saw two for the first time like you said the twist kind of knocks you on your ass right (laughs) okay what is what is your favorite i guess let's let's get into the 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 actual saw of it all what what's drawing you to this thing like is it very specifically the traps, the twists, the horror, or is it that kind of like weird morality shit that's going on? That's like definitely uh, inconsistent and, and ha- not all of his age super well, but you know, is it that like, is it the kind of like I'm, I'm watching human, like human will persevere when it does, when it doesn't, whatever that kind of aspect of it, the, the blood, the gore, the scares, or is it the like, this is this is an interesting take on like morality. No, I think it was crazy. I just think yeah, I enjoyed how crazy the traps were. Okay, that's fine. I wanted it to be nuts. That one was nuts. 
But I do think, especially upon rewatches, it is very, as far as the Saw franchise goes, it's pretty well put together. It's well written. Like the different timelines happening in the movie are smart. They make sense. It doesn't feel overly convoluted. Yeah. It doesn't feel over the top and ridiculous. All of the traps that happen in the film feel real. They feel like it could actually happen. Some of, especially when you get later into the franchise, they get so outlandish, um, which can be fun. One of my favorite saw traps in the whole franchise is from four with the big ice blocks that come down and fucking crush the dude's head. That's, um, I think it's, I mean, it's goofy as shit. That's the big one, right? That's like the big one at the end of four. That's the like, yeah. uh, that's the race against the clock the the main cop who's told to do nothing um yeah, yeah that one rocks ice blocks ice blocks melting dudes hanging up there the time runs of, out um, that's that's the end of Wahlberg. that's the end of uh, that's, yeah r.i.p is it don no is it which fucking Wahlberg is, is it donnie yeah it is um nice. yeah it is it's donnie Wahlberg. Donnie um, fucking lays it all on the line in Saw too, dude. He he puts up a hell of a performance. I'm uh oh boy, I'm looking at his uh <laughs> uh I'm looking at his Wikipedia because I wanted to look at his filmography, see where he's at. But uh, he's got to be racist, it. right? Uh, well, that's that's funny you say that. I I accidentally clicked on the political views uh link on his Wikipedia page. Um, I mean you know he's a staunch Republican. Um. Uh, we have a lot of, uh, just talking a little talking a little trump um not an entire endorsement but certainly not like a you know uh certainly not like uh it's not happening um all right all right uh yeah so i'm looking at his filmography he hasn't it's a lot of detectives that he's playing oh yeah um, he's with a hairline like that brothers not many, not many other options as a matter of fact I'm going to I'm going to take you through the names of his roles. I'm just going to take detective, you not- detective, officer, captain. We hit a we hit a a, a point in his career cuz he's he hasn't made a million movies. He's made like it looks like he's done more TV almost. You think he's um, made a million dollars? He's made a million dollars. My man has <laughs> made a million dollars. Um but but okay, I'm going to read you these these roles. Uh big balls. Cubby Barnes, Grego, Booker, Rick, Danny, Vincent, Cholo. Interesting. Uh, Bobby. And now we hit a kind of, uh, okay, uh, Terry, Douglas. These are all first names. You know, there's there's last names. Whatever. Now we hit a kind of, it's 2005 and it's Saw time. Okay. Detective Eric Matthews. Commander Burton in a movie called Annapolis. Um, Detective Eric Matthews. That's in Saw. Detective Jim Lipton. Saw uh Dead Silence. Detective Eric Matthews, Saw Four. Detective Teddy Riley in Righteous Kill, which is the Pacino uh De Niro movie from 2008. Uh we're getting the Heat Boys back together, uh, but it didn't quite work as well. Um uh Detective Moran in What Doesn't Kill You, and then he plays Z- Shane in a little movie called Zookeeper. Do you know who the star of Zookeeper is? I do not. That's Kevin. It's a Kevin James vehicle. Um, but yeah, so oh, praise God, brother. 
Yeah. So so Walt. So Donnie is like, you know, he's he's very clearly got a he's got a shtick. He's got his own thing, and he is you know. This is the biggest thing he's ever done. Well, he was in the Sixth Sense, but he doesn't have a very big role in that, does he? He's he's definitely in it. I definitely remember him being in it. But you know, for you side think note, Don- how is he cut yeah. in? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Side note, is he cut in on Wahlburgers? Is he making I, the burger money? Let's find out actually, because new kids on the block. Political. There's no link to. Wahlburgers. Could you have your assistant look that up? I have to. Uh, I mean, look at this. Four relatives. He's got four brothers. Mark, you ever heard of him? Um, Rob, oh, yeah. Jim, Paul. I imagine they're all in on it, right? Unless, you know, you never know. You know what, actually? Fucking brother, no way, dude. No way they're all cut in on it. Yeah, guess what? He's the only what? one who's not. He's not cut in on it. The founders. No Paul, fucking Donnie, way. Yeah. Oh, oh Donnie, Wait, you're right Donnie? here. I'm an idiot. Oh, I'm an idiot. Whatever. Whatever Come he on, is part man. of Wahlburgers, yeah. I, I which one's I thought, not cut in on it? Um, I think it's Jim. Fucking yeah. Jim Wahlburger, dude. What the hell yeah. is he doing? It looks like Jim is not cut in on it. Let's see what Jim is up to. We're doing a little Wahlburger talk. He was. Let's see what he's been in. He's. Does he write stuff? He's a writer. Um, and it produces. Not much, I gotta say. Jim, Jim's not been up to a ton lately. Um, whatever, that's fine. So, so like, like I was saying, Donnie, uh, this is kind of where he's at. This is what we know him for. Um, Amanda, let me just look this up real quick. She is in stuff as well. She is. Uh, I'm gonna cut a little bit of this out, make it a little bit smoother. Um, vamping, vamping. This we're about to. Oh, we're about to hit uh, critical. We got four minutes left. All right, all right. Let me let me yeah. do my little Amanda, and then we'll we'll get to two. We'll talk traps, and then we'll we'll ask a couple questions, and then we'll be done. So, um, but this is why I need an assistant because I'm trying to vamp, but it is not working. Um, cast. Well, I guess I do want to talk a little Tobin as well. What is this the only thing you know Tobin from? Yeah. So he's like a bit of a character actor from the 80s and 90s. But yeah, I mean, I think that this is like he, he's kind of outside of what Robert Englund doing Freddy. He's kind of the most distinctive villain horror guy that's like got a face to because, you know, Michael Jason, they're all played by different guys. They're all behind masks. You got England as Freddy. Tobin Bell as Jigsaw is like the next recognizable face. You could argue maybe Warwick Davis, Leprechaun, but it's really, really kind of just, and maybe, maybe Tony Todd, Candyman, but that's, you know, there's what, three, four of those? This, you know, there's 10 Saw movies, and he's in, I I don't Most know of them. if. I don't think he's in Spiral, right? I, I don't think, think he is either. That's the one that came to mind where I was like, I don't think he's in that one. But yeah. I think if not his face, his voice is in fucking most of them. Right. No, I think his face is as well because they do a lot of flashback stuff. Um, they're constantly roping him in, and he's the main he's the main attraction for the man's eighty one, and they they trotted him out. Holy for shit! Yeah. yeah, he looks pretty good for eighty one. For what's worth. The man is 81. They trotted him out. And he's kind of the best part of these movies, I think. He's the most solid. 
He's the thing that makes you go, this is a real movie made by real people, um, and uh, it should be taken somewhat seriously. But either way, uh, Shawnee Smith, yeah, great. Either way, um, she's she's great as well. She is the main focal point of this, and what I imagine is going to be 10. We're recording this before 10 comes out. Um, it is two weeks now it comes out, and exactly. Uh two weeks and and then we'll reach the end of saw tenber um <laughs> uh but yeah okay so let's let's talk the actual movie itself um i i know it's like it's it's funny for me to say it's like i know it's a little distasteful to be talking about the traps and that's the kind of like focal point but i am doing an entire blowout episode on ranking all of the saw traps uh but you know what let's let's open up my my trap guide here and look at what we got for for saw 2 oh i got the traps fresh in my noggin dude because you watched it last night right i watched it yesterday afternoon which is a bizarre time to watch saw 2 it is it is but like you said these things are best watched like kind of all in a row so you're bound to be watching a few of them at like 2 p.m (laughs) uh and like, what am I? What am I doing? Um, I got it right in my Google Sheets. Here we go. You got all of them fresh in your mind. So, let me ask this: Do you have a favorite saw trap? Total, like across the board, or from yeah, saw across two? across the board. Uh, is it in Saw Two your favorite? I think it might be. I mean, there's some really good ones. Um, I was flipping through some of the lists of them to refresh my memory because again i watched through the whole thing a while ago yeah yeah there's some very good ones but saw 2 i think again has some of the most believable ones which makes them the scariest yeah i think that it might i think the needle pit might take the cake across the board yeah i think that was a very visceral moment in theaters where you're like especially as a kid um again this being my relationship with it being you know, first seeing it when I'm young, uh, you don't know the nuances of addiction, which I don't think this movie particularly treats very well. Um, but like, regardless of what, you know, where you stand with that at what age, whatever age you're at, you see that and you're like, that is just tough to think yeah. about yourself being engulfed in needles. Um, and I've got here as essentially the my key for all of these traps is i have the trap the movie it came from escapability ranked one to ten we'll go over my my rankings in terms of escapability and see if you di- agree or disagree if it's reasonable or not the victim the reason uh any other notes and then i have the ranking which i haven't actually done because i still gotta watch eight and nine i've seen eight i still gotta rewatch eight and then watch nine and then ten um but all right let's let's go through these right now <laughs> Movie starts out with the eye key nail head Venus flytrap. Incredible. I have so this. Sick. I have this escapability ranked as a nine because I am terrified of eye stuff. I don't know where you stand on that. Oh, nine is bad. So escapability in terms of like if you're put in this trap, scale of one to ten, what are the chances that you're getting out of this? Oh, you think you're getting out of it at a nine? No, I think that nine is the hardest. Like, like, so basically, if it's like, 
it, I guess I should kind of uh, reverse you the, that around, the, the numbers there. So either way, uh, how hard it is to escape, that's where it should be. Scale one to 10, how hard is this thing to escape? I have this at a nine. It's not impossible. I think impossible is at a full 10. Yeah, um, I definitely would give that one a nine. That's a nine for me because I'm not that dude. Holy <laughs> shit. I couldn't do it. His name is Michael. And the, do you remember the reason as to why he is put in the strap? Oh, because he's an informant. That's right. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Wow. That's literally the word, uh, the exact word I have now. All right. Then basically the movie jumps to, you know, that's the cold open. And then we get to the actual house itself, which I think is a really solid setup for a horror movie We're we're in this house with all these different rooms that have these different traps so i don't have this down as a trap but i do remember it because it is so iconic and obviously the one other like booby trap that he sets up in this is for the cops which is uh when they're running up the stairs and one of the cops legs you know gets crushed by something whatever um which was also that was also gnarly yeah it really was it really very much was uh and then you've got the other booby trap which kind of starts this all off they all wake up in this room and i believe the door says don't open or something like that yeah they get yeah there's like a key that says do not use on the door right i think the door is just literally open so the door is open from or i forget if it's open or not maybe it opens when they do the message when they uh read the listen to the tape but either way, one of my mans turns the key and gets shot right in the noggin. Yeah, that one was gnarly. That's kind of, I'm in the theater seeing this thing, and w- the first trap is like, whoa, all right. I kind of expected this because this is a Saw movie, and I know how one goes. I know I knew how it went. There are traps, um, but that was pretty gnarly. And then two, you know, when when this when we're really getting into it and the meat of it, and we're at this house... Uh, and and they wake up and you know and when he turns that key, it kind of feels like the go when it comes to the the you know the race is on. It's like absolutely go, here we go, uh, movies on. So uh, I've got I don't have any ranking for that at all because I believe that's just a booby trap. Uh, and there's no real test there outside of you shouldn't do it. Um, all right, the next one that I have down is the furnace antidote. So mm-hmm. Obi, uh helped kidnap all of them he's his own he's his own kind of shady character uh he's just he's just like a a blanket criminal that they kind of are like oh we need you to help us just a loose goon yeah he's uh his job description is uh crime yep so his whole thing is the furnace antidote where they go into the furnace and and the, the the big setup here obviously is they have to get these antidotes for this thing that's being circulated in the air in this house. That's going to kill them after two hours, something like that. Um, and essentially, there's two antidotes in this furnace, and you crawl in. You got to go get them, and then the tape, the you know, he plays the tape, and uh, it's like, hey, they let everyone know that he's one of the uh, that he helped kidnap all of them, and they're all kind of like a little pissed off at him. Uh, he goes into the furnace and uh tries to get the antidotes and it kind of just closes on him right so no I he have... has to he grabs the first one which is loose and then the second yeah. one is attached to like a pull chain and when he right. pulls the second right. one it closes the door on him so 
is the idea here that this is inescapable? Because how how do you stop this? Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking that. I think that maybe the only potential way around that is if he hadn't been so quick to just grab it and had right. looked and noticed that it's attached to some shit. But sure. even still, it's not great. It feels unfair. Even a, little, I... even a little window that they break to try and get him out, it's too small for him to fit through. Oh, yeah. So he's tough. pretty fucked. He gets broiled. So, so I have escapability down as 10 um, because I think that I, I should probably have it at nine because you are probably right about that. Where if he just wasn't so uh, quick, so trigger happy, you probably would have. Uh, I think probably... it's slightly possible, but again, I, I don't know. It might be set up mainly for them to fail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have which it down as occasionally other. does happen, which there's well, a big debate online as to whether or not those are, you know, good in any capacity at all. The. The thing about three is not to keep jumping around between all these movies. Oh, they like um, to. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amanda, uh, three is a, a big test for Amanda because she, her traps are inescapable. So that's why I'm like, the only way that this makes sense is if uh, there was some kind of way to escape it, if you were just a little less uh, quick with that second antidote, like you said, or maybe this is just a trap that Amanda designed. Um, and it's kind of in that it kind of went over Jigsaw's head. You know, he's got a lot of stuff that he's, it, it, he's really one big manager. When you think about the big reveal at the end of seven being that, uh, <laughs> being that, you know, he's had four people working for him the whole time, whatever. Uh, he's got to manage all of these people. It's like any other job. I th- dude, that water. I thought that was a big bottle of vodka for one second. <laughs> Just taking a big swip of uh, swip, a big sip of smart water. Got to keep um, me fresh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, do you do you have any other notes about the furnace trap? Because I have one. No, I don't think so. Obi cutting his own neck when uh, what's his face? Oh yeah, up to him, Xavier. And he yes. says, if you're going to cut me or if you're going to threaten me with a knife, why don't you cut me a little bit? And I was like, I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that I stood up in the theater and like pumped my fist. Like the, uh, the people. Who, yeah. You know, like the people who uh, cheer for uh, Glip Glorp and, you know, whenever like a new guy comes up in a Marvel movie and, and you yeah. get like a round of applause. That was me in Saw 2 at the age of 12. I go, holy smokes. Obi's got it, man. Um, he gets fucking flame broiled. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he does die. Um, needle pits next, which we kind of touched on a little bit. Rough, uh, that one's I... bad too because it's also what's the, the what's the fucking jacked guy's name? Xavier. Xavier. Yeah, he fucking he's a real piece of work. He is a real piece of work. He goes in there. That trap is for him specifically. Yep. He bitches out. And he has to fucking, he just hucks Amanda down into the pit. She yeah. was recovering from an addiction. She was yeah, working no through some stuff, and he hucked her right in there. She got coated in needles, brother. That's bad news. It is that's tough. every addict's worst nightmare. Every addict in recovery, that's the last thing they want. I'll it tell is, you that. It is a tough, uh, it's a tough watch. All for um, it to not even fucking work because he fumbles the key like a real idiot. Right. He's on the clock for an antidote. 
essentially, and he does fumble the key and it doesn't work. Uh, I have Xavier as a drug dealer. The reason is it's meant for him. But yes, he chucks Amanda into the needle pit. And so this is where it goes off script a little bit for John Kramer and Amanda and whoever else is working behind the scenes. Um, So the thing is, like, how do you find that fucking key in like 90 seconds or whatever? It's mental that she found that. And I guess I sh- I have escapability down as nine. It shouldn't be a nine because you're not dying when you get thrown into that thing. It's not like a life or death thing in uh, terms of. It could be. I guess. Long but I term. Think, That's long game, brother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm calling it that that is actually, I'm giving that a, I'm going to put a little X there because you don't die. I guess you could if it if a needle hits something. You'd really um, have to go about that smart. You'd have to go in there with a good pair of boots, some sort of utensil to scoop around with, so you're not digging your hands in there. Which she was. She was. Digging oh, she was. Do you know that? Uh, did you did you read the fun tidbit that Shawnee Smith was uh, pregnant whenever they were filming that scene, and she didn't tell anybody because she wanted what? to be able to do it. Jesus yeah. Christ! Wonder how the kids doing. Bad. <laughs> I, I saw on ebay at one point they were selling some of those needles that would be a fun little art of, that would be a little desk toy uh little little a <laughs> little needle from saw 10 it might look like uh to any kind of relatives or friends who come over it might look a little bit look bad. peculiar though yeah yeah it's unless, look bad. You, unless you put it in like you know when you get action you figures put it in a glass box exactly and you got a yep. little like little plaque there it says yep. like saw two needle um but yeah uh i mean i don't have much else to say about the needle pit other than that it looks like it stinks oh yeah um the next trap is the glass knife wrist box do you know which one i'm talking about oh absolutely another iconic trap that's that's again they're these are so ground they're so simple sure yep that's what makes them so fucking gnarly like the glass wrist trap it feels like something that some sicko down the street from you could make in his garage from ingredients that he bought from home depot yeah yeah um yeah 100 100 percent um the the thing with this one is i have the escapability down as three because she gets caught in it um and the reason that she does like the reason that she's there to begin with is i believe she's suicidal so he puts her into this house um but either way the anecdotes in there um and there's little armholes that are kind of reversed with the the razor which leads me to believe that that is literally like a cutting the wrists type of thing um but if you think about it would it why, why don't you just break the glass right instead i mean of it could be some strong ass glass could be plexiglass yeah, could be bulletproof, but I think the workaround there is you again. Everybody needs to gather up some utensils because there's yeah. traps afoot, and if you don't have tools, you're putting yourself at risk. But I think if she had something to just kind of prop up, like a stick, perhaps, yeah, yeah, or some sort of wood chunk, yeah, yeah. prop that thing open. I don't know, maybe weasel a little hand in there. It's risky. It is, and but. She- she didn't even try possible. to break it as the thing. Didn't even try. I mean, that's also fair. I think that the at that point in the film, they're all getting pretty delusional from the nerve agent that's being yeah. pumped into the air. So they're all yeah. getting 
because people are coughing up blood and passing out and shit like that. So everyone's kind of on edge. So she's a little quick to react when she sees the antidote in the thing. But again, that doesn't ex- that doesn't excuse her poor performance. Yeah, uh, it's one of the tougher. All I'm saying is, is that if I was being pumped full of a nerve agent, I w- things would have gone differently. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we'll save her for the end. But I do. I am curious how you would fare um, when it comes to john kramer jigsaw himself um but yeah so she's toast Mm. i have it down as a three because i truly believe that you could break that glass but you bring up some good points so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at a three and leave it for discussion with uh i'm sure jeremy won't have any strong opinions about anything um and uh the one i forgot to put on here is the uh the house uh like the uh I don't know how to describe it. It's the last like big trap, right? Um, where he's got to kind of guide someone uh, on the framework of part of the house. Am I remembering this correctly? Let me let me pull up let no. me pull up the the plot summary here. It, it is entirely possible that I am confusing this with a different movie, a different Saw movie. To be clear, I think you're thinking of another one. Saw. Yeah. Hold on. Pause. Right there buddy uh plot i'm on wikipedia safe room nope that's this cassette recorder maybe i am you thinking of the one where they're blindfolded that's it it's not in salt too what the fuck this world is so fucking yeah because the hand trap thing is cranking and then there's um at that point they're all all kind of i am thinking of something in saw six right now (laughs) yeah um easy to do yeah um god damn yeah i am you know why yeah i'll tell you do you know why i'm thinking of it because why are you thinking of it it takes place in the house that saw two is in they go to uh jigsaw's big warehouse or whatever and you know he's got he's got oh, right. a lot of money man um and it it's got a lot of real place. estate he does he does it's i believe they mention in jigsaw that he owns Not a cheap. pig farm which uh <laughs> is an it's a weird like uh kind of like loose end that they tie up for how he got all those pigs in saw three that he slaughters yeah uh, no the pigs that he slaughters so that way oh, the right, guy right, right, drowns. Right. Psychotic stuff. I can't, yeah. I actually can't believe the words that are coming out of our mouths right now. Um, but okay, uh, yeah, the the movie ends in the bathroom from one. You're right. So Xavier, essentially, I have down as the last. Yeah, because he's trying to he's trying to get the. Yeah, he's trying to get the numbers off the back of everyone's necks. Which again is a pretty um. It's a. It's a pretty iconic image, him uh, taking the knife and cutting his own. Yep. Yeah. Um, back of his neck to get his own number off. That's right. So I have down for uh, the bathroom that uh, there's two different aspects Xavier and then Detective Matthews, who gets kind of lured yep. there. By jigsaw because he's looking for his kid who's in the in the house and his direction was clear much like in four with the uh detective um stay put 
and you're going to be fine. John Kramer's thing was just talk to me for an hour and a half and your kid will be just fine. And the kid, you know, they find the big twist in this, I believe, that makes you go, whoa, 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 is the uh, it's all pre-recorded. So this has all happened already. All the cops think they're trying to, you know, trace their location, trying to find out because it's a, you know, the implication is that it's live. But Jigsaw goes, no, just sit and talk. Yeah, I mean, 90 minutes. Upon a rewatch, I remember like watching all of John Kramer's dialogue throughout, which we haven't even talked about that whole side of the movie. Sure. Um, but watching his dialogue with Detective Matthews is very interesting to see how he's obviously being coy, of but course, yeah. he clearly explain like he's clearly laying out everything that needs to be done. And it's like, had you truly just followed the rules, everything would have been fine. But instead, yes. now you're kidnapped. When when Jigsaw's got you. When Jigsaw's got you and he has clear, plain directions for you, if you – and this is the tough part because usually your direction comes from a voice that's been manipulated on a either a video or a cassette that you're, that you're playing, and it's either a puppet or there's no face to it. So it could very well be one of his apprentices. It could be an Amanda situation where the trap is inescapable. But if you know that you've got – that Jigsaw, John Kramer specifically has you, and there is a clear direction for, hey, just stay put. Just stay put, and that's how you win your game. I'm going to stay put. I'm not going to – I'm uh, that because yep. that's what he's testing. Uh, he is testing Donnie's patience, and Donnie loses. And I have the bathroom for Donnie down as a five because there is uh, – you know, there is reason to believe that he could escape. I forget why. There's there's some kind of little tidbit there. Uh, and for Xavier, I have it as a 10 because that's essentially him being trapped in the bathroom is you've lost. That is your, uh, you know, you're not escaping that. This is your your end game. This is, the, you know, final. This is curtains for, for you. Um, And the movie ends and, and then we're... Uh, R.I.P. Bozo, that guy and- sucked. Yeah, yeah, that 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 guy did suck. Um, I believe I have down as a no bad here. guy. I have down uh, Xavier sucks is one of my notes. That's what I have. Nice. Yeah. Spot um, on. So the movie ends and uh it is implied, well not not implied, it's told to us that Amanda's taken over, Jigsaw lives on, and uh Jigsaw's not dead. He's beat up pretty bad in that little car that they drove. But, yeah, he got uh, walloped. He did. He really did. Donnie really let loose on that he boy. Did. He is in tough shape. Um, and then when we find him in three, he's on a hospital bed. So, yeah, I mean, you were talking. Uh, so your favorite, your favorite in this movie is without a doubt the Needle Pit. Do you have a favorite outside of that, or not outside of that? But is that your that your favorite? That's your you know not only just for two, but for the whole series. I think it's definitely one that got the most visceral reaction from me that sure. felt like, cause again, it felt like it could be real. Yeah. And again, so many of these other ones, yeah. it's just like, they're so over the top and goofy that it's like, it's crazy to watch and you're like, damn, that's nuts. But yeah. this one, it was like, Oh fuck. That's, that's bad news. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, the ice trap from four is a goofy sure. one that I like a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, they call it. Yeah. Let's look. They call. Uh, here's what I have it down as. 
Not that. Um, Jesus Christ. All these different. Ice block noose electric chair. That's what I have it down as. Um, nice. <laughs> I have down uh, the victims, Matthews and Hoffman, both detectives. Detective Hoffman, uh, who winds up being... Uh, it's his show in four, five, six, whatever it is, five, six, seven. Um, I have down escapability as a five because ultimately they're in the hands of that other detective, right? But at the end of the day, who's setting this up? It is Hoffman himself. It's not Jigsaw. And the implication is that it is inescapable regardless. So even if he did follow his direction, I believe he would have been donezo. I don't remember. I just watched these a few uh, weeks ago, and they're all blurring together, as you can tell from me thinking one of the oh, for sure. six was in two. Um, but yeah, man, I, 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 I really like this. Like, I know that it's not good, but I like this movie, man. I really do. It's a good movie. It is. It is. I um, see that opposition of any hater that wants to say otherwise. Uh, I've. I know that there's probably a few. All right. I mean, I have a couple of loose questions for you. Um, if you're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you in the uh, creative chair, and then I'm gonna put you in the uh, in the saw trap chair. Um, you're building. Let's say that you are Jigsaw. Oh boy, Justin Jigsaw. Have you have you ever thought on you know watching these movies we all think well that would be an interesting idea for a trap. Have you ever thought your own of your own trap? No. No, you haven't? I'm sorry. Right. It feels like a huge letdown. I was trying to come up no, with no, one no, no, real no. quick on the spot, but no, I haven't I've never preconceived a saw trap that I remember. Yeah, sure. That's fair. That's fair. Um I'm not a fucking sicko, Mike. Okay, all right. All right, man, whatever. All right, I guess uh, I got to vamp for 10 minutes. No, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, the, the other question I was going to ask you, well, one of the other questions was, do you have a trap in any of these that you believe you could escape? Like that you are built different, you could escape this trap? Like any oh. of them that, that from any of these movies? Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, here's what's gonna have to happen for this part. You're gonna have to trim this down. <laughs> I'm gonna need to fuck. No, 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 no. Let me let me take you through. We went through the ones in two. Any of the ones in two? Do you believe that you could have survived this? Okay, I definitely would not have survived the Venus flytrap. I can tell you that. Yeah, that that, that one would have taken me out course. for sure. Yep. The furnace is next. No, again, that feels pretty inescapable unless you're really spending the time to analyze that whole situation, which again, most people in a circumstance like this are acting quickly yeah. and not necessarily their most rational. So needle, I don't know. Needle pit is less again about survival and more. Would you have found the key? That's probably not. So probably crazy not. That no. she found the key, man. It yeah, that's really probably does. not going to happen. No. The fucking razor box. The fuck am I gonna do? I mean, again, I maybe. But again, I feel like if you find the razor box first thing out of the fucking main room, then uh -huh. you've got a decent shot when you're still fairly coherent, not spitting up blood and passing out. Yeah. But when you get to that point, you're not. You're not. You're not your best. You're not working your best. 
I believe so, I would have. I believe I would have escaped that one. I think that that. I mean, one it's is... possible. That one's the one that I'm most confident about because there's not like an immediate time limit that's counting down to like fuck you over. So yeah, you're not yeah. like just trying to. I mean, you have time to try and figure it out. Which is why I'm saying if they got to that one first before uh, they went to anywhere else, it's possible that they could have figured that out. Think but... about it in terms of what you know. Like you just designed how many shirts for that bear truth drop like 17 or some shit i don't know a lot so so clearly for there's ones that like as much as i think all of them are sick there's ones that you that are your best the needle pit you know uh the venus flytrap and then there's ones that are like don't don't make me say you're making me put this out on record that i had to phone some stuff in no i'm not calling it all right mike it's hard to make that many new things so sometimes you do have to phone it in a little bit is that what you wanted me to say it's your still got paid it's your it is your glass knife wrist box is what i'm saying you know it's it's there's the even even geniuses like john kramer slip up once in a while um not and that slip up's the wrong word for what you do. I'm just saying, you know, not everything is the Venus try. Yeah, the not Venus everything is trap mask. Yeah. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I still think that the glass box razor wrist setup is a is a good trap. I think it, again, it feels grounded. That's what I like about this one so much is they all feel grounded and real. Yeah, yeah. I I think that trap is a joke, and I would have survived it. Is what I think. Um, I mean, right on. Yeah, I'm built. I guess I'm built a little bit different. You truly are um, built just a little bit different. <laughs> uh, all right. I I think that that's enough saw talk for now. But um, let, I I there's two things that I want to do to end it off. Um, I promised you uh, every episode that we do that you were allowed to give me a two minute on the clock Marvel update because I am uh cut off from that world, but you've kept up with it. Um. Are you are you currently like up to date with what's going on in the uh, in that universe? Yeah, I think I am fully caught up at this point. All right, let me let me pull up my. You're time gonna make me fucking out myself. That's it's fine. You you don't have to be ashamed of. I like things that are shameful, and I'm not saying that liking Marvel is a shameful <laughs> thing. But you're on the clock. You have two minutes. What's going on? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three fucking kicked ass. Uh, it was a excellent continuation to that storyline. Wonderful performances, uh, beautiful set design. Is Kurt uh, Russell still in it? No. Okay. Um, you might genuinely like Guardians of the Galaxy three. It's a very fun movie. It's a good story as a whole, and it is like a a well done movie outside of being like a good Marvel movie. The most recent um, Spider Verse film was excellent beautiful animation pretty groundbreaking stuff that was great um what's coming up two comes out soon right that's yeah loki season two comes out soon that looks really good i don't know i can't explain to you exactly what's been going on storyline wise in this short of amount of time there's been some controversies with some villains ironically Give give me one give me you have a minute give me one controversy jonathan majors uh, has been in oh. the hot seat recently. Oh, I know, I know about that. That's just a general bad guy thing. Bad yeah, guy but he's been set up life. to. He's been set up to play like the next big bad for the next like few years in the Marvel universe. Um, and so he 
<clears throat> he was in Ant-Man, the most recent one, which if you are already along for the Marvel ride, I'm sure you thought it was fun. If you are not, I'm sure you thought it was absolute dog shit. Um, <laughs> but he played the, like, kind of the first real movie iteration of the character. He showed up in Loki season one as uh-huh. Kang the Conqueror, and then he showed up again in Ant-Man Quantumania. And then this whole controversy came out and then he's supposed to be in Loki season two and people were like, well, what are they going to do about that? Are they going to recast him? And then that's, no. that's, that's, that's time. That's time. I'm sorry about that. But yeah. So the, uh, just to that's again, that's what I'm saying. I can't do this so quickly. It's fun. It's a get, it's a, it's, it's a real big it's a picture gag. shit. It's a bit, it's a bit. You're going to have to do this again. Um, so, so, uh, as far as the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, that's the only one that I uh, that I really know and like are like, oh, I'd, well, I'd sit down. You know, I made Jeremy come see the second one with me. He was home. I was like, come on, man, we're gonna go to movie then we're gonna watch this thing. Oh, you seen the first two? Yeah, I have. I thought I I like uh I I you know I know Pratt's got his own personal stuff. He's not the most likable guy, but I think he loves God. Sure, who doesn't? I mean, I guess there's a lot of people that don't. Um, <laughs> um yeah, yeah. I mean, if have you seen did you see, did you see Endgame and Infinity or Infinity War and Endgame? No, no. And unfortunately the time the the MCU timer already already went, but we could talk about all it right, next right time. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> we could talk about it next time. Um all right, I want you to the last thing I want you to do is call your shot Owen Nolan style. Owen Nolan was a hockey player in the nineties, two thousands, and an all star game very specifically. He was coming down on I forgot what goal he was coming down on, but he pointed at the top corner and then shot it in that top corner. And he basically told the goalie, I'm gonna score on you right here. And then he did. I want you to call your call your shot Owen Nolan style Owen Nolan style. What's the next what's the next movie you're coming on for? <laughs> what's a movie you love just give me a, any movie that you love uh, i don't know man you can't put me on the spot that's what i've been doing this whole pod man i've just been putting you on the spot uh, it's tough to think of what movies i like enough to discuss on a podcast in a public forum well we've got wet hot american summer and saw two the like the brother and sister pairing down the the naturally of course i mean they do go hand in hand a bit of a yin and yang situation they came out no what hot americans what hot american summer and saw one came out in the same year oh was it a it wasn't quite a uh it wasn't quite a wet hot american salmer fuck that's awesome um but uh no saw one came out i i think it came out on 9-11 2001 what you're thinking is so it came out in 2004 saw one takes place this is fucking ridiculously fucked because they knew what happened to uh, you know but the cell phone in saw one is dated as this the events of saw are happening oh shit you're right it did come out in 2004 never mind then about the wet hot american summer thing i really fucked that up don't worry about it check this out check this out this is gonna this is gonna fuck you up further the reason that you think it came out on 9-11 is because in the Saw, in the universe that, that Saw takes place, the cell phone 
says the date is September 10th, 2001, which, which basically this oh guy's, <laughs> this, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The implication is John Kramer, boom, attacks, you know, that's his, that's his 9-11. Well, not really. That's his, you know, he does his thing. And then 9-11 is the next fucking day. That's unreal. Imagine being the wife, the wife that they hold hostage, the wife and kid in Saw 1. And that's your day, you know, September 10th. And then you wake up, you're like, all right, that's it. It's curtains for that day. We, you know, he escapes, they find him, whatever, they're in the hospital. Boom, 9-11. That's fucking unreal. It's a tough couple of days. It's a tough, it's a, it is, you got to feel like that feels apocalyptic almost. It feels like. That's bad. Like, that's bad news. Yeah. It's bad, but uh, you know, next next one, you got it. You you don't have to. Oh fuck, forgot. You don't you don't have to really call your shot, but you do, and then you're legally bound to do whatever one you say. So you better really know and be sure that this is the one you want to do. I got two in my head. All right, you know what? This let's do this. Give me both, and then I'll pick. Superbad or Conan the Barbarian? The let's original do super, one. Let's do Superbad. Let's do Superbad. Superbad. I had someone that wanted to do Superbad, and now they're backing out of it because they want to do something else. Let's do Superbad. I was so excited to do Superbad. All right. We'll do that. We'll do Superbad. So that's the next one that we'll do. We'll figure out when it'll be, but it'll, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll be fun. It'll be fun and it'll be good. Uh, and that's like your Q zone from uh, you did a Superbad shirt that. That is on record as my mom, whenever it's on TV, she goes, my favorite movie, Superbad, is on TV. That's hilarious. It is pretty funny. Um, um, yeah, Superbad is excellent. It's one of the last great... Uh, boner comedies? Yeah, mid-2000s boner comedies. Speaking of, quick side note, I was reading the other day about, uh, are you familiar with the concept of the vulgar era? No, what is that? The Judd Apatow, Apatow kind of? No, it's it's before? a like whole kind of movement from like the early to mid '90s until about 2008 or so, yeah, yeah. where it discusses how all media was pretty directly marketed towards. Um, oh, that's like the white hot- males. Oh, okay. And now it's like like a lot of references are how crazy like video game marketing was. Yeah. In like the late nineties into early two thousands with like PlayStation um and Xbox and shit like that. Like if if you go back through and look at a lot of their promotional materials and ads and shit from that time period, it's nuts. Let's like, let's wild. Let's uh, put a pin let's put a pin in that and talk about that during the super bad one because this is like right, right on, around that right time. On, right on, right on. Um we're gonna get kicked off uh Slaughter Bootlegs. You should you should check out Slaughter Bootlegs. That's Fantasy that's- Initiative, baby.